0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience, dude. You're back, JK. I am back. Am I, I'm glad to be back. I, me too, because I just did uh, two uh, the episodes without you. Our, you know, our fans were like, dude, why you're like it's just you, Josh. You're not that fun, and Josh.
1: Nobody noticed, right? No, I, br- I promise you, man. I gonna, yeah, like this chair probably knew that I was missing, and that's it.
0: <sighs> they didn't have your like water bottle yeah, koozie the, yeah. thing, and it's
1: organic. Uh, it's
0: it's awesome. You're, yeah. Yeah. Saving the environment. One koozie at a time, buddy. <laughs> one, one drink <laughs> at a time. Right. I love it, man. Uh, dude, I am so, I, I love it. I, so I was just listening to our intro as it was going on and, and I'm like, uh, uh, being in charge of your own happiness. Right. Yeah. And I think that was, what a great, like, I just like, it kind of hit me like, golly, uh, I have had to be in charge of my own happiness and I am super happy. Just got back from vacation. And, uh, and I just, once again, I, I feel back to normal, man. Good. Yeah. It's about can you time. Tell? No, can you I can tell? I don't know. There's you're,
1: a, there's a little uh, pep in your step right now and it's, it seems like you got your batteries recharged a little bit.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I mean, um, the vacation was fun and there were definitely like, um, we're not going back to that place and we're not like, I'm I'm not excited to go back Mm -hmm. to Cabo in any, any time soon. Um, but it was really, it was just, it was a great trip. Uh, but I don't even know if that was really what actually energized me. Right. I I just really do feel like it was getting back into the routine of things. Um, you know, I kind of disassociated myself from like social media, any of those things that I, you know, that I'm I'm usually trying to fill my cup with, uh, not social media by any means, but more of like the quotes. And like, I'm always like, I'm always looking for, you know, videos and inspirational stimulation. Exactly. And I kind of like avoided that for an entire week, right? I needed to do a total reset. And, um, it was great to, uh, it was great to just have that reset to come back and go, okay, I feel r- I, I'm going to like, it's like a fresh start again. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm, I'm so stoked. Uh, great office meeting this morning. It was awesome to be a part of that. And just like the energy you get from people, man. And when people get excited, uh, I was really thinking about, it. I know I'm kind of tangent right here, but I'm kind of, I was thinking about this, like for all those people that just like, um, uh, don't have, they don't show up to work, right. They're like, they're working out of their home, right. Or they do a lot of video conferencing and stuff like that. Man. I'm like,
1: I, I don't know how well I would do with that. Same, you know, same. I have to have that interaction on a day-to-day basis. I, I, I've often said this, if I had to work from a home office, I would be the worst employee ever, right? Because I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't get a lot done and I would be just stir crazy. Right. And I, I think of it, you know, as we think of our, one of the industries that
0: we have, one of the the companies that we have is real estate. You know, obviously that, that part of the industry is going to that, like, Hey, listen, no office, you know, stay in your, your stay in your rooms, your home office, and we don't want to interact with you and you got to do. And I'm like, Oh, like, I think that sounds like a great idea, but we miss the interaction so much, right? I miss the high fives in the hallways. I miss the, Hey, how's everything going? Happy birthday. Or, Oh my gosh, you guys, what's going on with this? And you know, the spontaneous conversations that happen, but only happen in an office.
1: Yeah, we see that. We see that on a daily basis. It's one of the things that I absolutely love about our culture. Another thing that I absolutely love about our culture is those Tuesday, Tuesday meetings. Mm-hmm. Today was a great one. It was evident in your presentation that you got those batteries charged, mm-hmm. and you came back kind of with some some renewed spirit. You had some awesome, awesome quotes in there. And I'm just wondering, do you want to recap? Do you want to share those with us?
0: Yeah, I'd love to, man. Let's just kind of dive deep into it. Uh, I think it's great. You know, uh, the, the reason why that came up was, is I always love to look at like, um, you know, once a quarter, like what are the adjustments that you need to make? And as you know, like we have made, we're gonna, we're having to make some big adjustments in the company in a positive way because we're starting a much bigger collaboration opportunity. And what that's doing is making us literally like blow up our schedules and say, okay, we're adding this meeting, we're adding this opportunity, we're adding this conversation, we're having to move this one, we're having to get rid of this one. The priorities are adjusting and changing. And dude, I love that. I mean, I yes. love it because I've realized that um, throughout the year, there are different seasons for me when it comes to priorities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously summer's baseball, baseball and, and we just absolutely are enthralled in that. And so we, I have to make some adjustments in order to really like be able to survive and to thrive in that season, right? Well, we're having to do that. We're, we're two months into the year and there's been so much growth. Yes. There's been so much change, dude. Uh, and, and all on a positive note, man. I can look in back and go, okay, that was painful to do it, but it was also such a positive thing. Like I know, I dude, I know for a fact that I am not this I'm not the same person that is sitting here today that I was
1: three months ago. I just so I just true. no doubt about it, right? So true. We you know, we we talk about this a lot and and these these changes that are happening and how we adjust to them. The thing is, is the people around us, don't necessarily embrace the change like we do like right. we're, we're seeing big picture right we're seeing a hundred miles down the road and there are literally people in our midst who are like I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow like right. I don't know what it holds in in store for me so we're, we have to kind of help them see that vision and that's one of the things that I think you really really brought home today was you helped, all those other people in the room see that long-term vision, right? These changes are temporary, but the effects are going to be long lasting. So kind of share some of that, which is kind of your, your, the ideology there. That. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I was able to,
0: once again, I got back into my, like, uh, filling my cup. So it's like, it's videos and it's books and it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, quotes on Pinterest or images on Google, you know, you name it, whatever. But that's, that was my routine. And that was my evening. Those are always my evening routines. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was able to find, and I just really kind of was able to see some, uh, some quotes that I have kept for, um, many years and just kind of compiled over, over years. And, uh, and it just, it always helps me. Sometimes I have a challenge putting into words, the emotions that I feel, uh, from the events that happen in my life. So I love quotes because I'm able to express the things that I've gone through. Right. And so the one that I started off with today is that you don't grow when you're comfortable. And I think that can, if, if that could sum up anything, it sums up the first two months of this year, Yeah, right? For myself, for this company, for conversations you and I have had for the challenges that you've been faced with as well too, right? You got very comfortable in a situation, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in certain things with, uh, within the business. And, you know, it's a lot of us find like, that's okay. Like a lot of us are like, I just, I'm good with being comfortable. <laughs> like, why do I always have to constantly grow? But then you look back and you're like, gosh, dang, for the last year, I haven't really grown much and, you know, I'm just way too comfortable. So you always have to be looking at that opportunity of growth and understanding it is going to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great point. And I'm going to go back. You know, I'm not the I'm not the fitness guy, but take it to the gym, right? It is uncomfortable. To go to the gym every day and work out. I watch you do it. Hell, it's uncomfortable for me to watch you walk to the gym. <laughs> because I am i just know, I know the pain that awaits the other side of that green door. I'm not all about that, but that's discomfort. Am, am I wrong on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, you know that in order to... Uh, you know, when you're going to go work out, I mean, you can totally, like there's guys out there, they do more yakking yes. than they do yes. um, lifting mm-hmm. or they they're checking their phones more than they're, you know, actually doing anything, you know, so you can selfies. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you can, I mean, you can totally go to the gym for 45 minutes and do get nothing accomplished. But once again, for me, it's always about having a goal at the end of it. Right. And yeah. a lot of the times it's been like, all right, I'm training specifically for mm-hmm. this this event right Spartan race or whatever i'm kind of in this lull right now where i'm not necessarily training for anything in very speci- uh, anything specifically but i know that's going to be happening in the next couple months when we actually schedule the trifecta Race of Spartan, so um, I'm kind of enjoying it. Like uh, today, I was actually did I did a couple classes, or I did one class, I should say, and I haven't done that. Which is, listen, I didn't want to. I just I didn't. I just wanted to show up, and I wanted an instructor to tell me what to do. Yeah, and it was great. It was awesome to be able to not have to be in charge of like, okay, what am I going to get motivated to do today? No, you've already got the you've already got the plan. Okay, I just want to follow the plan.
1: Good, good. And uh, you know what? It's it's a little bit of a pattern interrupt for you right? Because I know you're a pretty motivated guy in the gym. I know Mm -hmm. you go in there and sometimes I have to go in and bother you in the gym. And I hate that because I know how much motivation it takes to get there. So I try to leave you alone during your gym time. But again, that's that growth. You expect some growth out of that, whether it's endurance, whether it's strength, you're looking for some growth. That's like exactly you have right. to get uncomfortable. Yep.
0: So when I was doing this, right, when I was doing this research, um, one of the things I wanted to figure out was is like, okay, so when I guarantee there's a statistic on this, I guarantee there's gotta be a stat about like when, what are the percentage percentages of people that want to achieve a goal? How many of them actually achieve it? And so I literally just go googled it on, uh, on Google, um, last night on the computer. And I just said, all right, what are the percentages of people that actually achieve a goal? And boom, comes up, study comes up. And it was absolutely mind shocking to me how small it was. I mean, I really did think it was going to be more of like the 20 to 25% frame, you know, frame sure. right there. Because I mean, you're talking I about mean, like if you know, when you're interviewing people, a lot of them are, um, some of them are probably going to be like, well, yeah, I kind of, you know, I kind of met that goal or, you know, Hey, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I set really low standards, so I, I'm able to achieve some goals, right? It was 8%, dude. Yeah, that's, that dude, is mind-blowing. 8%. 92% fail rate
1: on goals that you've set for yourself. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I couldn't believe that either. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, there's got to be something more to it. But if we break it down and we look at it, you, you it's got to be really accurate. Because look at, just take it personally. How many of the goals that you've set do you actually achieve? Or how how, how often do we go, close enough. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's not achievement.
0: That's exactly right. And so what I did is I said, I took it another level deeper and I said, okay, so if that, if that's it, like then what are the obstacles out there? Right. And I mean, like there, you know, and there's so many books out there, so you can get a, you can get so many different top tens. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I researched it, I found a top 10 list and I looked at it and I'm like, well, here's the three that I think are really probably the most important. Here's the three that I think that are really the, the most impactful part of why people aren't accomplishing goals. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I shared this morning, which is that one is that um, they're just not working for it. Right. They're not taking the time to actually. It sounds like a really great uh, goal that you should put in your life and you should try to accomplish. But they're
1: just at the end of the day, they just don't work for it. Yeah. Because so many times we, we realize, and, and we've talked about this before, right? Is, is the reward worth what the effort you're putting into right. it? And people are usually a little bit into something before they realize, man, this is not worth the effort.
0: Yeah. They're not willing to pay the price. Bingo. In order to accomplish the yes. goals, Right. And that's, I mean, that weeds it out really fast too. I mean, how many times I will tell you this, like how many times, like on a Sunday night, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Right. I'm going to, like, I got I'm going to do it. Right. And then the five o'clock, uh, buzzer goes off and I'm like, I'm going to get up at six. I'm going to get like, I'm totally going to do this at six. Right. And then the six o'clock, I'm like, okay, I'm getting up at six 30. Right. And so I get up at six 30 and it's like, okay, well, I don't have time to work out anymore. Right. Yeah. Like the, the price was too high for me to actually do, do it. it. Right. And it was just a great example for me to go like, yeah, I'm not a morning person that to do my workouts in that, in, in that aspect. I mean, I've changed a little bit, but like that was the price. The price was much too high for me to do it at that time in the morning.
1: You were too comfortable right. in your bed. Right. To get up and do oh it. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. The fan was gone. Like yeah. the, the, the comforter was warm. Right. I was exhausted. You know, whatever, whatever yeah. excuse I wanted yes. to make, yes. the price was too high for me and I wasn't willing to pay it. That's right. Great. Um, they are not committed was number two. You are not committed to achieve the goal. So there's a difference, right? You're not willing to do the work. The second one is really like, you're not committed to do it. Right. And by being committed, it's just kind of another layer, right? So you're, you're willing to do the work, but then the commitment part is like, are you willing to be committed to do it on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis? Right. Are you committed to do the things in your life that are going to help you achieve that
1: goal? Yeah. Are you willing to go full send on it? Right. Right. Do you, are you willing to commit 100%, 100% of the time? And that is a big one right there. I see, I I would honestly put that one above the other one. It just, Mm -hmm. my personal experience, Mm -hmm. because I think people don't commit... To a lot of things. And I think that's where they come up short on their right. goals. I,
0: I was, uh, as I was looking at these additional quotes, the thing that I kind of aligned this one, if you're committed to, right, mm-hmm. was that it was this quote of like, time equals life, right? The time that you are allotted equals really your life. Yeah. And I just love this one was because it was talking about, so therefore, if you waste time, then you're wasting your life. And how many of us do that? Like we feel like like the the day got wasted. And I I will tell you that I lived in scarcity for so long because I always felt like I was wasting time. I was never accomplishing things. And I was never, I mean, I I, I was willing to do the work, but I just wasn't committed to doing the work, right? Yeah. And so if you're wasting your time, then you're wasting your life. But I love this right here. But if you master your time, then you will master your life. That's great. Yes. Right. And how many times we talk about like, tell show me your daily schedule, Yes. show me your daily schedule and I will show you if you are being intentional in your
1: life. Yeah. And a lot of times that's where people also come up short is with their time management. And we, we break it down to that. And we're saying, Hey, what are you doing with your day? It's funny. You were talking about your morning, kind of your morning. It's funny how you can roll out of bed extra early on a thing like that. It's funny how two extra hours of, of morning can turn into Oh crap, I'm running 10 minutes late that quick. Right. Just by being unintentional about how you were spending that two hours. Right. Because how many times do we get up in the morning, have all this extra time, and then we look at the clock or our watch and go, uh-oh. Yes. Where did it go? Yes. Well, we weren't intentional about it. Right.
0: Exactly. And you and you know me. I mean, that's kind of like the word that I'm talking about all the time is like intentionality, yes. right? Intentionality in your life. Um the last one is like is that they do not focus. Uh, They don't focus on it, right? So, once again, I think there's just layers to all of this. Where you know, once again, you know, if you're not willing to work for it, if you're not willing to um, can be committed to it, but then if you're not like ferociously focused on it, right? And that kind of was a segue into this video that we had showed earlier uh, in the morning with this. But I, I don't think a lot of us say focus on it because it's so easy to get distracted, right? When, when you don't stay focused on a project, it's so easy to be like, yeah, dude, I'm totally working on this, right? And I'm completely committed. And then six months into it, you're like, oh, crap, I, I, I started chasing this side project over here, right? I'm, I, but I was committed in doing something, right? I just wasn't intentionally focused uh, in the direction that I needed to really go in order to, to achieve those goals or accomplish those things that I said were really important in my life.
1: Yeah, you know, in, in shooting sports and hunting, we have this saying, and it's the saying is, aim small, miss small. Mm-hmm. And what that means is is if you aim at the entire target or the entire animal, you, you might miss the entire animal. If you aim at a spot on a hare, then you're gonna miss much smaller. And that's the way it is with with this focus, right? We have to be laser focused on that goal because if you're shooting really broad, you're going to miss really broad. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's easy to do that. And I think that so many people, myself included, once again, I did that so many times. I was just always like a, a shotgun approach, right? I'm just to yes. spray over a little bit over here, spray a little, a little bit over here, but I was never, I was never like a sniper. I was never just so focused on that one target that I was willing to take that target down. Right. You got it. And, and I, and I'll still tell you, I'm like, we still battle that. I, I still battle that. Right. I still sometimes, um, identify that I'm just spreading myself too thin, trying to shoot too many things in too many areas that if I just kind of got rid of all that crap and focused on something, something very specific that we'd have better results. Right. You bet. And, you know, it's funny because as I was like, once again, as I was continuously like, like building this, this talk, this, uh, for this morning, you know, another quote that I came across that I just, that just really jumped out to me that I've seen before that I've actually, I've, you know, i pinned it before it's on my board, uh, is the fact that this one, this one quote from uh, Mark Twain that says that there are two very important days in your life, one that you were born then the day that you find out why. And, you know, as we've talked about before, I think it's so important, like, like a life without purpose, a life without us knowing our purpose, a life with us knowing like, what is like, what are we here for? Um, I think that's why you get lost. I think that's why people wake up one day and go like, okay, what have I accomplished? What have I done in my life? Right. Was it worth it? And,
1: and that's so disappointing. And that was a challenge that I had for so many years in my life. You bet your, your, why your purpose, your, your mission if you are, if you have not identified that, and, and again, if you're not laser focused on that, then you could totally miss the mark. Right. Exactly. Uh, I love this follow-up one, which is, is uh, this is kind of like the
0: motivating part of it, right? So you, when you, when you've kind of identified your purpose, when you, you have meaning to your life, right? Whether that's, you know, like, well, my, my, the meaning from life, I you know, I will say that like talking to my wife, Kate, mm-hmm. the meaning to her life right now is that she like her mission, she'll tell you this, uh, is that she wants to continue to keep our children's hearts. Wow. In a like, you know, so meaning that she wants them to not lose it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want them to lose their heart. And I just like, it's such an awesome thing. Like that's her purpose. And in your purpose can change as your, as the seasons in your life change as well, too, by the way, um, you know, uh, at the end of the day, the passions that you have, there's going to continuously change, right? Um, you know, the, the greater purpose evolves for you in your life, right? Because you're serving a purpose at this point in your life of serving a purpose in this point in your life. But overall, your bigger purpose is hopefully something pretty big, right? Well, Kate's purpose right now in her life is not to lose our children's hearts. And I just thought, that, I mean, God, that's awesome, right? Because I think a lot of people, as we are talking here, it's like, oh yeah, my purpose is to make a lot of money and to be number one in my market or to, uh, be number, you know, the best X, right? Dude, that's, that, that's a passion. That's a goal. That's a, that's something awesome that you can,
1: you know, chalk the award up to
0: the purpose is something much deeper than that.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, kudos to Kate because that is a daunting goal right. in a world that is meant to distract those kiddos from mm-hmm. from just her what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is set up against her, mm-hmm. so that's a huge, huge goal and, and my hat's off to her. The fact that she has identified that first of all puts her ahead of a lot of a lot of mothers, a lot of fathers, anybody because she has identified that that's something that she wants to and she's probably pretty pretty Uh, sincere about it too, right? Like our kiddos are very important to us. She didn't develop that on a whim. Like she didn't just wake up morning one morning and say, Oh, I know what I'm going to do. No, she's put some thought into that. I feel like she is going to achieve that.
0: Yeah. Well, I I mean, when you talk to her about it, she'll get emotional about it, which, so when you get emotional about it, you know, that like, that is like, you're, 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 you're hitting the point, right? You got it. And it just goes along with this is that, is this, this quote from John Green? It says, what's the point of being alive? what is the point of being alive if you don't at least try to do something remarkable? Yeah. Right. And I just love that because I did, I really thought about Kate. I'm like, that would be remarkable, man, if she and we could accomplish that because she's not going to do it alone. Right. You know, she needs, you know, she needs me to be a part of that as a, as a husband, as a father with our children to help them and those challenges and those difficulties. But she also needs the support from her friends and she needs the support from her family and she needs all these other opportunities that help her become this mother that she aspires to be right? Well, I think we all should be looking at that. Like when it comes to just doing something remarkable, this is the one life that you have. What is it that you want to do remarkable? And it doesn't have to have a dollar sign behind it because the most important things, as we know, have
1: nothing involved with money. That, that is so true. And and again, hers is not based on that at all. And I, I love the fact that you pointed out that she is so emotional about it because uh, Br- Brian Buffini talks about, hey, you know your why when you want it more than you want air, mm-hmm. right? He talks yeah. about that. And that's, and I would say that's true for Kate. So Kate, if you're listening, uh, I'm I'm right behind you. Good luck. Yeah.
0: yeah. Love it, buddy. So the, you know, so we, as we're wrapping all this up here, I mean, really the, the question that once again, that like the, the, the deep question in here is like, what are you relentlessly focused on? Like, what are you relentlessly focused on in your life that's helping you fulfill the passions and the purpose that you believe you're being called to? And all of those quotes that we talked about, like those were like the driving points. They're they're hopefully ways to articulate like where you should be headed with this story and the motivation of what's going on, even just within the first two months of this year. Right. And I love this. And of course, obviously, I mean, we all know like the tragedy that happened with Kobe uh, and his his daughter and then the other people that were in the helicopter. And there's, so there's all these memes and these quotes of, of Kobe. And I came across this one. Uh, that I just thought it was awesome. And it's truly like, you know, I mean, it really is a reflection and stuff that I know that he stood for. I kind of want to end it in, in this realm was that, you know, Hey, we can always be average and just do what's normal. I'm not in this to do what's normal. And I just thought it was a great way to go like, you know what? Isn't that true? How about it? Right. Just don't want to be normal. Yeah, there's you a guy know.
1: who didn't li- li- didn't live a normal life, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, with yeah. Out remarkable. Of
0: doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, I would just challenge you. I, you're listening to this right here. It's like, listen, you you were never created to be average. You were never created to be normal, and you shouldn't settle to be normal in your life. You don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way. You're people that are listening to this are listening to this because they don't want to be normal. Yeah. And I think that the sooner that we can identify that, the sooner that we have, we know that, listen, we just have to identify the things that we want to be relentlessly focused on in our life. And we will live exceptional lives, whatever that is. Yeah. And I'm not here to tell you what's exceptional in your life. So don't tell me what's exceptional in my life, right? But I'm not here to tell you what's exceptional in your life or what you should be purposefully driven to do and accomplish in your life. I'm just saying you better find it.
1: Yeah, I would not wish normal on my worst enemy. I really wouldn't because that's, I mean, that's like no life at all.
0: I like it, buddy. There you go, man. So that's it, man. So we're, we're two months into the to the season. We've got one more month uh, left of the first quarter, and here you go, man. You got to have some motivation in your in your life. You know the challenges that you've been faced with, uh, the things that you're going through right now. They've all hopefully helped you uh, move past the old you into this new version of you. Um, and how are you continually keeping that motivation going? How are you continually doing things in your life so that you relentlessly pursue them and so that you strive for excellence and you do everything you can to resist the temptation to be normal in your life. So true. Got it. All right. Hey, listen, the, I, I know this is an impact on you uh, that are leading or that are listening to this, but Hey, who's this, who's, who's this impacting? Who does this need to be impactful to? Who do you need to share this with? Right. Uh, you know, somebody that needs to hear this message and I would just encourage you. I would implore you like, listen, get this important floor. Implore. Am I making up words? No. Uh, you,
1: that was I've got to write implore, down. another Josh. And, here. Yeah, another, yeah. Yes,
0: sweet, fantastic. Uh, you you need to share this. Uh, find that person. Get this in their hands. Get this into their um, their ears and and make it make a difference. Make an impact. You are a leader, and that's what leaders do. Man, they they encourage others to listen to things. They encourage others to read other books. And this is what this podcast is about.
1: Got it. Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: All right. Well, you could try. No thanks. You can always try, man.